Hello, everybody. It's uh, Brian Horn with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. I'm on the phone with Mark Lenahan. Mark is Director of Training and Development with Valley Crest, and we're going to talk a little bit about what are some of the new ways that green industry employees are being trained. So, Mark, can you tell me a little bit about what has changed the most, say, in the past 10 years with training in the green industry? I, th- I think the biggest change we've seen is uh, getting away from the traditional classroom and looking at uh, alternative ways of delivering training that are more engaging for our audience. Uh, e-learning, mobile learning, social learning, all those things have come out just very recently, some as early as uh, just a couple of years ago, and I think that's really changing um, training as a whole. Do you think employers in our industry, the owners of the businesses, have a, a good grasp that classroom training might not be the most effective or that there are other options? I think there's still some holdouts. You know, I think it's 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 an easy way to do it. It's very visual. I mean, the the the, the executives of the company can come down and see people in the classroom and see the see the learning happening. Um, with e-learning, you know, they're sitting at a desk or they're on their on their smartphones. Um, they see the results that the class was taken or completed. But uh, I think there's still something very visual about walking into a classroom and seeing people sitting there. So it's still a still a you know a progress. We're still trying to change that uh, that vision. Um, you know, the, the results are the same at the end. They've, they've learned a new skill. They've learned a new process. Uh, it's just how they view it. If I am a, a business owner, a landscaper, or a lawn care operator has his, own com- his or her own company, and I have no idea about these new training methods, what is maybe the first step, first couple of things I need to do to become educated on them so I can implement them in my, my company? I think there's a, a couple of things you can do. If you get a chance to go to a conference, a training conference, not just a, an industry conference, but something like the uh, American Society for Training and Development conference or, or something to, geared specifically to that, just sit in the back of the room and, and listen and see what the, the things that people are talking about. And, um, you know, they'll show demos and they'll show examples. The other thing is just go online and you know, Google, Google training and see what comes up. You're going to see a lot of things about social learning. You're going to see um, tons of different vendors offer e-learning either off the shelf or stuff you can build yourself with some software that's very easy to use, very PowerPoint based, that converts it to what you need to do to be able to deliver your training online in just a matter of hours. What would you say is the uh, biggest challenge with this new type of training? Um, I think it's it's getting past that, what we talked about earlier, getting past that visual that they're not sitting in a classroom. Mm-hmm. How do I know they're really learning? How do I know that the, you know they're going to do it if I ask them to do it? Because if I get them in a classroom, they're kind of prisoners. I can hold on to them and I can, I can give them the information they need. But with e-learning or mobile learning, it, you, know, you, you send it out to them, you say, please complete this. It really takes more of an effort to monitor and track that to make sure it is being done. There may be you know, some people who don't feel comfortable with it, so you're going to have a little bit of a learning curve when people have, you know, to make sure people learn how to log on to a learning management system or learn and how to uh, access it on a smartphone. But once you get past those hurdles, I think you're going to find that most of your audience really likes the convenience. You know, nobody really likes to sit in a classroom for three, four, six, eight hours at a time. If they can take smaller bits, 30-minute e-learning or 15-minute e-learning, do it, you know, once or twice a week, uh, I think they'll get more engaged with that. And there are ways to monitor if they are actually doing the e-learning. 
Definitely. A lot of the systems, especially the learning management systems, not only track completion, but track how long they were in the course. If they, you know, if it's a 15-minute course and it took them, you know, 30 minutes to take it, maybe they got distracted or, or you know, took a little bit extra time to really focus on what was being presented. It tracks um, if you if you link a quiz to it, you know, you can track what they scored, what they missed, what they got right. Uh, all different ways of looking at the data, which is a, a lot more detailed than classroom, I think. Can uh, how would an, an owner get past maybe the you know they're not buying in because maybe they think someone else is taking the quiz online for their employee or something like that? I mean, does that come into play at all? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It really comes down to, to trust. Um, you have to kind of manage the the few as opposed to the many, and uh, you have to assume that everybody's going to do the right thing. Uh, maybe your first class you teach is on morals and ethics. I don't know, um, but. Uh, I, th- I think it's just a matter of trust. You can always go in and, and quiz them afterwards. Uh, you know, the, the biggest part of training is not only the event itself, but to make sure that um, it sticks. And the way to do that is to follow up with the employee, have the manager go in there the next day and say, hey, I see that you took this class. Give me a two-minute overview of what you learned. Okay. You know, and if they, and if they weren't the one that t- took the class, then you're going to know that pretty quickly. Right. They won't be able to answer anything. Right. Um, exactly. Is there a, a difference to the amount uh, someone needs to be trained if, if you have sort of transition into e-training and things like that? Which which um, way is more effective as far as time-wise? Is it once a month, twice a month, three times a month? I mean, how does that work? I think it depends on the individual. There, You know, the first thing you have to recognize is that e-learning is not for everything. Uh, you know, you really can't teach a skill. I mean, you can teach a skill, but you can't see the skill being done with e-learning. So what what we do is a blended approach. And what we do is we send out an e-learning module that has the the philosophy or the process explained in kind of a step-by-step action. Um, It may be 15, maybe 30 minutes, but it gives them a kind of an overview of what what we're trying to teach them. Then when we bring them together in a classroom session, maybe a week later, um, then we actually do some skill building. We do some hands-on. We do role plays, and it kind of reinforces what they learned in the training. By doing that, you cut down the, the amount of classroom training. You know, we used to spend a lot of time in the morning, uh, you know, teaching them all the process and philosophy and kind of walking them through that. If they already come in with that kind of level playing field, everybody knows what we're talking about when we say this. Now let's see how we do it in real life. So it's almost like a primer for it is exactly, and it's it's a really good way of blending the two. You know, it, it not only it not only brings everybody in at a level playing field, but it also reduces the amount of classroom time, which is a cost savings to the company. Okay, and I want to remind everyone, uh, anyone interested in learning more about training, Mark wrote an article uh, about training that will be on uh, lawnandlandscape.com, so you can check that out just uh, in our search box, type in training, and it'll it'll pop right up. Uh, Mark, I want to th- uh, thank you for your time, and have a great weekend. Thanks, you too.